Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nasoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you'd be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's word. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. It's such a joy and a blessing and a privilege for me again to come uh, to you today to get to fellowship with you in the Word of God through this media. Uh, we thank God for this wonderful, wonderful privilege. Let us pray today. Heavenly Father, I thank you. Bring in my brother and my sister and friend and all that I watch. I'm going to watch this message, Lord, before you today. I ask for your blessing upon them, upon their home and life. Anoint me, Lord God, and use me, Lord, today to share your heart, your mind, your thoughts with us, Father. Let the arm of your power be released right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise be to God. This is Pastor Fessis and Saul of OSC's Church in Prague, in Czech Republic. And uh, the, uh, presenting this uh, television uh, ministry today, Arise and Shine. And we're going to begin this uh, today from the book of Isaiah 61. Very wonderful uh, prophecy there uh, from the prophet Isaiah. S chapter 61 from verse 1 says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord had anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison door to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, that is the year of Jubilee, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. If you remember, in the book of Luke, at the beginning of the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, and this is exactly what the Lord Jesus Christ uh, his first message that he ever preached in the synagogue. This is what he said in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. He was actually repeating the prophecy of Isaiah because the prophecy of Isaiah was uh, uh, speaking about the anointing of the Holy Ghost that will be upon the Messiah when he comes. And here in chapter 4 of Luke, verse 18, the Lord quotes this scripture. In fact, verse 17 says, And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Verse 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. You see, what he opened then was the book of Isaiah. And this was Isaiah 61, verse, from verse 1 as we know it today. And then it, he began to read, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. 
the acceptable year of the Lord is a year of jubilee, the year of release, where all debts we are canceled, all the slaves we are set free. Wow. Now, you may say, well, which year is this? The Lord is not here. So how can this thing happen to me today? But remember what it says in the beginning, the spirit of the Lord, God, is upon me because he has anointed me. Christ may not be here today physically. This may not be any special year or whatever. We can read into the year 70, 7 times 7, the 50th year, the year of Jubilee, the year of release. But what is important today is not the physical presence of the Lord Jesus Christ or a particular year of Jubilee. Since the day that the Holy Ghost was sent down from heaven, from that day to today is the year of Jubilee. It is a year of acceptance. It is a year where every bound should be freed. Everyone who is sorrowing, who is crushed, have the right and the liberty and the possibility to be delivered. The, the, what makes that possible is the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Today, the Holy Ghost is here. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. The Lord Jesus Christ, when he was here in, in, in our human form, was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power. The same anointing that was upon Jesus Christ is upon me today. What makes the difference is the Holy Ghost that is here with us today. The same thing, as I have prophesied, the same thing that the Lord Jesus Christ did can happen to you and I today. Because the Holy Ghost is with us today. The anointing is with us today. So where you are today, you can receive the healing you need today. The deliverance. Hallelujah. The yoke being destroyed, every bondage of darkness, every demonic oppression in your mind, in your heart, in your home, every cloud over your life, I command them by the anointing of the Holy Spirit to be destroyed in Jesus' name. The cancer in your body, I command it to die in Jesus' name. The tumor that is trying to grow by the corner of your eye, I command it to die in the name of Jesus Christ. That thing that makes you not to be able to speak freely, that inhibits your, your speech, I command it to go by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And here the Lord speak, spoke the same thing that Isaiah prophesied, that the Holy Ghost is upon him. He has anointed him to proclaim the good news, to heal the brokenhearted. Today, are you brokenhearted? Are you crushed? Are you wounded? Are you suffering? Are you bleeding? Are you suffering in secret where nobody knows your pain? Nobody knows your shame? You are even too ashamed to tell anybody what you are going through. The anointing of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ heals your brokenheartedness. The Holy Ghost is called a comforter. He is the power of God. He is the glory of God. He is the finger of God. It was by the Holy Ghost that the Lord Jesus Christ cast out devils. He said, if I, by the finger of God, cast out devils, then uh, the kingdom of God has come upon you. The Holy Ghost is with us today to heal the brokenhearted, to pour balm in your wounded soul. He is called a comforter. 
He is a comforter. It's not just a title. That is who he is. He pours balm into our wounds. So I say to you today, be loosed in Jesus' name. I say to you today, be healed in Jesus' name. Be delivered today in Jesus' name. The yoke of alcoholism and pornography. I command that demon that bound you in alcoholism, in pornography. You are being tormented and tormented in your mind night and day. I command that yoke over your head, over your mind, over your body. Be broken in Jesus' name. I release the power of God to enter now into your system and undo the works of darkness. That the work of God be made manifest in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, the Holy Ghost is pouring healing balm into your spirit, into your soul, into your body, into your mind. He's recovering your soul. He's amending and healing whatever the enemy has destroyed in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. By the anointing, the yoke is destroyed. Now, those it says here, and preach deliverance to the captives. Captive. You can be captivated by any by unnecessary things. Stupid, silly bondages. You are set free today from every captivity in the name of Jesus Christ. You can be a captive of indebtedness. Where you are really locked in financial bondage. It can be a bondage. It can be a financial disease. The anointing of the Holy Ghost breaks the yoke. Indebtedness is not just that you owe money. There's a demon behind it. You can be owing money, but there's a demon that is holding you back. No matter whatever you do, however you try, whatever, how hard you work, you can't get, make the ends meet. You are always lacking. You are unable to pay your bills. Today, in the name of Jesus, I bind that spirit and I set you free from it. In Jesus' name. I break every curse upon your finances in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. One thing that really touched me so much in that prophecy of Isaiah there is the last words which he spoke there. And that is um, uh, when he's talking about the trees of righteousness. You see, all that God intended to do, if you look at there in verse 3, it says, To apologize that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Today you recover back your joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Receive it back in the name of Jesus. Receive your joy back. God is pouring oil now on your head. He is healing your mind from the poisons of darkness. Be healed, my brother. Be healed, my sister. Be healed, my friend. Be set free. In the name, wake up and leave. Arise and shine. For your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. So I see there such a wonderful thing is in verse, uh, that verse 3. Uh, and it says that the, and, and, um, uh, uh, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The heaviness is broken. That they might be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. 
that he might be glorified. God wants to be glorified in your life and in my life. And God is doing all this anointing, all these deliverances, all these healings, all this word of God and word of salvation, all the works of God in your life, all that he is investing in you, investing in me, his love, his kindness, his mercy, his protection, his peace, his joy, all this marvelous investment, deliverances and healings. He is expecting fruits because he has planted you and I as trees, trees of righteousness. Say with me, trees of righteousness. You are a tree planted, planted in God's own garden. God is a gardener. He is a dreamer. He dreamed gardens. He dreamed trees. That's why when he made Adam and Eve, he made a garden. He planted them there as trees in his own garden. You and I are planted as trees in the garden of God. Forever, you and I will be trees in God's own paradise. Trees of righteousness. We are to produce the fruits of righteousness. As you and I drink of the rain of God's grace, the rain of his mercy, the rain of his love, the rain of his kindness, we are to produce fruit after our kind. We are planted in righteousness. We are God planted in us with the seed of righteousness. The seed of righteousness. We, we are, we, we are, he sowed that seed of righteousness. He expects you and I to bring forth fruits in righteousness. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. It is, it is a righteous vine planted in the soil of righteousness. You and I, my brothers and my sisters and friends, are to produce fruits of righteousness. He has sown in us the seed of his own righteousness. We are to produce that fruit of righteousness. Hallelujah. You remember in the book of Mark chapter 11, when the Lord came to that very fig tree, expecting some fruit, he found nothing. He said, hey, you are finished. From today, you are, you are finished. The next day, they found out that this, the tree dried up from the root. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he breaks it. The branch is supposed to bear fruit because it is attached to the vine. So he wants you and I to produce fruit. He said that anyone that produces good fruit, God what? Strengthens it the more. He invests more in the fruit-bearing branch so that that fruit-bearing branch can even produce more fruit, more excellent, and even more in abundance. Let it be you, let it be me. In this hour and time we live in, may you and I be deeply attached Attached to Christ, draw all our life and strength and wisdom from Him and bring forth fruits in righteousness. Hallelujah. We are the planting of the Lord. God wants to be glorified in our lives. Wow. 1993, I think that was 93. And I was praying and fasting, and the Lord appeared to me. He showed me a little tree. Little tree full of fruits. I mean, it was a small tree, but the fruits were weighing the tree down. It was almost like bending. You know, that kind of fruit tree, the small tree, but full of fruit. And he said to me, you are a little fruitful tree. I cried to go through the years, Lord, please, I want to remain that way. I want to be fruitful in your vineyard. My brothers and my sister, may you be fruitful in God's vineyard. 
May you produce fruit to his own pleasure. Where he will come, look around, look around and say, Wow, you sure doing good. I like the fruit you bear. The fruit of repentance. John said, bring forth therefore fruit meat for repentance. The fruit of a repented and a repenting heart. We must always set before our God a heart willing and always ready to repent. Anytime the Holy Ghost quicken our heart about something that we did wrong, we instantly quickly repent and turn around and do the right thing. May you produce fruits of repentance. Also, fruit of our lips. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, that we might offer to him the fruit of our lips, the lamb, the, 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 the sacrifice of our lips that makes mention of his name. In the book of Isaiah chapter 14, God is not just satisfied with the Jews bringing lamb and goat and this every time to offer sacrifice. He wants us out of the overflow of our heart full of thankfulness, a heart of appreciation. Our lips filled with laughter, filled with singing, filled with rejoicing, filled with praise continuously, praising, rejoicing, thanking, worshiping Him night and day, making mention of his great goodness in our lives friend may nothing hinder you from ever praising the almighty god who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light no matter what is going on around you may your heart and your lips be linked up together in unquenchable unstoppable praise and adoration to the great god our father the fruit of our lips that makes mention of his name. Hallelujah. Also the fruit of love, the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of intimacy. Look in our lives as husbands and wives. In love, you get married. In love, you and your wife are together. And the fruit of your love is your children. You are able to bring out forth children in love. When somebody sees those children, they see this is the fruit of intimacy between this man and this woman. Our intimacy with Christ, our un unending relationship with him, unbreakable relationship with him in love should produce fruits, fruit of a transformed life, fruit of witnessing to others, fruit of preaching Christ to other people and seeing them born again, seeing them saved, seeing them healed, seeing them brought out of the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of our God and Father. May the Lord come to your garden and look around the tree of your life and see abundant fruit. If you remember there, in the, in the book of Luke chapter 13, uh, Luke 13 in the New Testament, see, I have a short time here with you. Uh, Luke 13, and uh, if you read from verse 1, uh, Luke 13, we, let's go ahead and read from verse 7, we don't have all the time there. Um, verse 6 said, he spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down, why cumbred it the ground? And he answered said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. 
And if it be a fruit, well, if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. I come looking for it three years. No fruit. The vine dresser said, Master, please give it one more year. This year, huh, I'm going to pour more menu. I'm going to pour more water. I'm going to give it everything that it needs to bring forth fruit. On the fourth year, if there's no fruit still, cut it down. God have cycle of four years for every three. Look into your life. We look, I look into my life. What fruit have we been producing for the past three years? Uh, three years, he, still, he already begin to, you know, the time begin to run faster. In the fourth year cycle, if no change happens, if no fruit happens, that is when you see Christians just disappear, fall away and backslide. There's a four-year cycle. On the third year, he gives it one more year. More message, more preaching, more love, more grace, more warning, and supply all the grace to that we need. If in the fourth year, there is no fruit produced, then you begin to go down fast, 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 fast. I pray for you that this message today will be a warning sign. That you wake up and bring a fruit of repentance. Quickly produce the fruit of, of your lips, of prayer, of praise, of worship. Produce the fruit of love where you begin to make time every day just to love God. Just to spend time in his presence. Spend time in his word. Make time to love somebody. Be kind to somebody. Be in the church. Be in prayer. Be in fasting. Make time to do something that will bless somebody. Sow a seed. Give an offering. Help in the work of God. Wake up and produce the fruit of love. So that God will not cut you. Will not abandon supplying all the grace, all the love. Who will keep on pouring water, giving menu to the same tree that will never produce any fruit? God planted you and I as trees of righteousness. Then in the book of Philippians chapter 1, and Paul was writing to the church in Philippi. And look at what he said in chapter 1. An amazing message there. Uh, chapter 1, verse 11. In fact, he said these words. Um, in fact, he said that in verse 9, he said, And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. Now listen, you might have borne fruit many, many years ago. Great, great, wonderful fruits. But in every three years, God wants you to abound more and more. If you remain stagnant, if you keep on producing the same kind of thing for three years ago or four years ago, you are in trouble with God. Every four-year cycle, we must abound. We must leap forward. If not, God will do anything to make sure you advance. Paul said that your love may abound what? More. Yes, you, you've been loving. You've been loving. You've been giving. You've been helping. You've been praying. You've been doing all these good things. Yet, but in every four-year cycle, you must abound more and more. Or else, you become regressive. Verse 10, that you may approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of our God. 
You are a tree of righteousness planted in the soil of righteousness. God is saying, produce fruit of righteousness. Let that righteousness that is in you, you and I, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are planted with the seed of God's own righteousness. Jesus Christ is our righteousness. His blood cleanses us from all sin. Out of what we have received, the reign of his mercy and grace and goodness in our lives. The kindness you've received, now show kindness. The love you've received, now show love. The financial blessing you've received, now show financial blessing. What you've received, share with other people. Produce the fruit of righteousness. Out of the abundance that God has given to you, it is your time to respond to God in love, in kindness, and produce the fruit of righteousness. Love your wife, love your children, love your church. Be connected to what God is doing in this end time. Abound more and more and more so that the Lord God Almighty can take pleasure in you and in me and keep on investing that his joy might remain in us that our joy might be full. Whatever you've received from the Lord even today, as I prayed for you, keep it. Don't lose it. Keep that healing. Get to God's word. Keep that deliverance. Get to God's word. Keep that love that God has put into your heart by the Holy Ghost. Increase on it. Improve on it. Let it grow more and more and more. Abound more and more in love. Abound more and more in grace. Abound more and more in faith, in joy, and be an instrument of blessing. So that God and people can come to your branch and take your fruit and eat. Oh, tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. He is being glorified in your life. Friend, I pray for you that the almighty father might be glorified in your life. I say to you today, be healed. If you are living in sin, Repent of your sin now and produce the fruit of repentance. Say with me, Heavenly Father, have mercy on me. Forgive my sins. I give you my heart. I give you my life. Touch me now, Lord Jesus, and cleanse me. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Now, may the peace of God that is beyond human comprehension now overshadow you. In the glory of God right now, overshadow you. In the cloud of the Shekinah glory of God, overshadow you. And you'll be immersed and baptized. How I feel this glory here. I feel the power right here. The glory of God right now invades your room, invades your life. Every stress, every pressure, every nervousness, every arrows of the enemy against your life, against your home and family, I rebuke them in Jesus' name. You are loosed in Jesus' name. Receive, there's somebody that's being healed right now in your joints, in your knee area, your kneecap, you are being healed. Be, receive your healing right now in Jesus' name. Open your heart right now and say, Holy Spirit, Feel me, feel me, feel me. I want to produce fruit of righteousness unto my God and to my Father. Friend, God bless you. Today, write, call, send your financial support to us, to the ministry. You have the addresses on your screen. Let's be friend. 
let's be partner. I extend to you a hand of friendship and partnership in Christ. Join me and support this work that God might be glorified in your life and mine. And when Christ comes, you and I will see, I may never see you face to face physically, but you and I will see one day in the kingdom of our God and we will rejoice together that we walk together, we serve together. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner, meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior, and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again and set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page, New Start, under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.